Hello and welcome back to Baywatch Watch. I'm Charlie. And I'm Zach. And we're back. It actually feels really good to do that long one again. I'm it does. So glad it feels we're back great. To it. Yeah. It's right. I know. It feels right. Uh, well, we've got a great guest with us today. Yes. He is a writer, a comedian, and a director. Please welcome Arik Cohen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for Thanks being so here. Thanks so much for being here. We're excited to have you. Yes. Uh, so have you ever watched an episode of Baywatch before? Uh, I believe I saw, I must have seen an episode as a kid, probably at least clips, but I don't think I've ever actively and with intention sat down to watch an episode of Baywatch until, you know, being asked to be a guest on this show. Cool. Well, we're, we're is, so glad you're here. And let me tell you, would one. you believe that this is a very, very good episode? Of <laughs> no, I actually enjoyed it overall. I mean, yeah. I thought I, I, I've had this thing recently where, and by recently, I mean, the last couple of years where I've just started growing to kind of hate kind of this cynicality that goes into the, like the consumption of art of any kind. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not cynical and, at all. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and and so even sitting down to watch something like this, I kind of sat down hoping to enjoy it on like its own level and or even on a higher level than it intends. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of did that. Like I, I was never bored during it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, Zach, at least for the two of us, this might be a two in a row sixer. I it, it is. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what. Early on in this episode, yeah. I was like, I know who's getting my best actor award. But then it and changes. I, well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, but and then I was like, I this is this is feeling like a six. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Like Arik, this show, of course, it is not the best show of all time <laughs> by any means. Stay watch. <laughs> But, you know, me and Charlie and guests often, we do take some enjoyment sometimes in a fun way, not too cynical or anything like bad television. It can be kind of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I do feel like this episode, I'm like, this is pretty good. It's definitely soap opera in like some ways, but I think really well done. Uh, and I just loved it. I was like, this is this is a good story. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, uh, it's a little it's a little there are elements of it that are dated. And mm -hmm, I'm sure that's course. the case of every episode. of uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I will say, though how well executed by like you know syndicated tv of the 90s standards mm -hmm. the the a storyline is really highlights how bad though the b storyline was <laughs> sure, sure yeah it's a really bad yeah, b yeah. storyline which, is, which yeah. generally they almost always are we generally don't get an episode <laughs> where both the a and p plots are 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 on yeah. the same level right. and on, honestly yes it was like a very well executed uh a plot but mm -hmm. let's let's also admit that it is absolutely insane <laughs> Just yeah, like, it is. yeah it is um, but, <laughs> but it, in a fun so, way for sure yeah as you said you knew who your best actor was going to be i also know who mine's going to be i think it's pretty obvious who that person is except i will say yeah please honorable mention is going to go to the boat captain yes. in the show. I'm glad you brought that up. I loved his acting choices. Oh I my God. That. The way his face, the way yeah. his face, like when he was like, you want to see some sharks? And yeah. I was like, oh, incredible. This guy knows yeah. exactly what he, show he's in. He felt like out of a campy horror film from like yeah. the 80s or something. And I loved it. I love that choice. Yeah. It wasn't really like the line reading either. Like I remember I was about was to write down afterwards. in my notes. Yeah, I was about to write down line, great line read, but it wasn't. It was the no. face and the action. Mm -hmm. He had this giant smile on his face he, the entire time. He, I wish he could <laughs> show, but he did this kind of thing, almost like Chris Farley character, um, the van down by the river character, where he was kind of rocking sad yeah. beside. He was into it. He like fully committed to everything about his character. 
Yeah. Oh man. Amazing. And I wish he had come back. Uh, turns out, <laughs> unfortunately he was a dream character. Yeah. Um, I would right, love to so, get into the dream stuff later. Yeah. So should mm -hmm. we, uh, should we launch into our recap? Please, yeah. Let's do All it. All right. So this is season four, episode 16, mirror, mirror. Uh, so we open on Matt and Summer rescuing a surfer from a shark in the water. And Matt seems really scared of the shark. And the shark gets Matt and he screams for help. And he wakes up and it was all a dream. Uh, fun fact, by the way, the shark they show in this scene is a sand tiger shark. They don't like ever attack humans. So ah. they're the ones that they usually put in an aquarium. They're very like docile, um, just kind of like they don't really get aggressive too much. Yeah. yeah. But they, they, they have the raggedy teeth, though. Yeah, and Matt's talking the dream. That's true. Yeah, and do they represent being afraid of relationships? They do actually. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so so that all checks. Symbolism they did is obvious. They did their research. Um, it is funny that it's well, yeah. I mean, we'll get to it, but it, yeah. it was about symbolism, but then it's not. It's just oh, funny. speaking of, I think before we continue with the recaps, Zach, oh, you had something that you'd like to share wait, with everyone. I, this is wait, what a, is it about the way down? Oh yeah, that's right. Did, Arik, did you see the documentary on HBO Max, uh, The Way Down? I did not. It's about this. Um, Christian cult that uh, they emphasize like weight loss within there. Um, mm -hmm. very, a lot of odd details, all kinds of stuff. Anyways, um, the woman that led the cult, uh, her husband was this guy named Joe Laura, right? Laura? Laura. Laura, yeah. And I was like, this guy looks kind of familiar. And it, they mentioned that he's an actor in there. So I look up his IMDb and he was in an episode of Baywatch that we've already watched. He played uh, Yasmin Bleeth's boyfriend when she, in her first episode, the guy that goes down. Fiance. Or fiance, that's right. <laughs> And he's supposed to get big clams for dinner and everything. He's going to get big clams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was the part two of Kelly Slater's farewell episode, Tentacles. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So everything connects Which, to Baywatch. By the way, I, sorry, uh, one other thing, uh, Nicole Egger, who plays Summer in, on the show, uh, I saw in an interview, she said that Tentacles is her favorite episode. Wow. Yeah. I, Arik, it had big giant fake octopus in it. It it's, did. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous, well, but fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I should watch it. I do like, like, I like, underwater monsters and movies oh. and shows and i love yeah. cephalopods and i oh you'll love, love this one then yeah, yeah maybe yeah. i'll check it out i do I, it ever out. since Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea i've always loved a giant squid or oh nice this, the, and this has that kind of uh it's very rare that baywatch goes for the for something that's not of this world but when they yeah. do they go hard it, i i think i always enjoy it when they do yeah do absolutely yeah. um so then uh we got Matt telling Summer that he's having nightmares about sharks. And she says, well, what about those sightings off Point Doom last week? Uh, and he says, nope, it's not that. I was, I was thinking about it before that. I haven't had a full night of sleep in a month. They're getting worse, but last night, the shark actually got me. So she hugs him. Uh, and then uh, we get a a real uh, a real uh, foreshadow of the red pill blue pill situation. <laughs> yeah, this is where the Matrix springs <laughs> from. Cantor uh, Carrie Ann Moss uh, talking in the mirror, and I, no, so, I was just, just going to say, yeah. I honestly, I mean, this is well, I just loved Carrie Ann Moss's performance yeah. throughout this entire episode. I was Absolutely. just blown away by it. I love uh, it. I I would say like particularly uh gwen yeah uh she was so good at flipping back and forth she was so good at flipping back though. and forth but but there is that one oscar moment scene where she's doing both in the like to each yeah. other which i just like i i made my girlfriend watch it because i was like this is the craziest thing it is yeah it's i i would say it's probably not very realistic of course but as far as like hollywood types 
stuff yeah, goes for no. this. I was like, I loved it. it. You know, a little campy, but I mean, I just loved her performance. Yeah, so this, this, what we saw is not a thing. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so she says, you only have one problem, Gwen. You're a total mess. You never do anything with your hair. You don't know how to dress. You don't just, you just don't seem to care. And then from behind the door, we think, uh, Maddie says, of course I care. Why do you have to be so mean? She says, I'm your sister. Oh, no, Gwen says that. Gwen is the nice one. That's what Maddie's... I said. We think behind the door, but it's. It's. Oh, I switched. Wait. Yeah. We think so... Gwen is saying that behind the door. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so she says, I'm your sister, Gwen. No one will be this honest with you. You're never going to get a man the way that you are. And then, then Gwen says, you know what? I am going to get a man. So she steps out in her baggy shorts and shirts, very much doing the she's all that ponytail yeah, and glasses yeah. thing and still being. Shoes with socks on the beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, sure. Not like the best outfit, but it's obviously Carrie Ann. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and so then uh, I, I called this shirt that she's wearing a TC Tugger. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's got the knot on the front. Of her yeah. Uh, so then she sees Mitch on the tower and she's smitten. Mm-hmm. And then she asks him about the flag. And it's a warning flag that tells you there's a dangerous rip. And she says, you know what? I'll stick on the sand because I'm not a very good swimmer. And then Mitch is like, all right. And he moves on. <laughs> And she says, I'm Gwen, but then Mitch doesn't hear her. But then finally he's like, oh, it's short for Guinevere, right? Well, Guinevere, put on plenty of sunblock today. Don't want to get sunburned. So she smiles, puts out her towel. And there's the history nerd in the writer's room going, finally, I can use yes, this. My yes, my king. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that they, yeah, that, that they don't move on to like, oh, and you're my King Arthur. And <laughs> True, yeah. That and, got cut in the second. Yeah, day. that got <laughs> cut. And they were like, oh, we uh, got we're, too much we're, King Arthur shit yeah, here. We're, uh, we're cutting uh, King Mitch. Forever. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they tried to do like a play on Arthur, and it just didn't. yeah. Queen, well, Sir King, Guinevere King in Mitch, the original King Mitch for Sir Guinevere in the original text had dual personalities. Did Is he? that true? No, I just made that up. Oh, well, okay. It could have been true. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I don't know because I was going to say because Guinevere's the uh, Queen Arthur's wife. Yeah, 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 Lady Guinevere, but it could be yeah, Sir right. Sir and Lady Guinevere. Yeah. Uh, so she's uh, so two girls are drinking some brews on the beach. Yeah. Celebrating cheers to a great vacation. <laughs> and Mitch is just like looking around and whistling as you do. <laughs> Whistle yeah, while does. you work. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoyed that so much. It was. <laughs> but then he sees the beers and he's got to lay down the law. And he does it in this very like he's got such a way of of dealing this bad news to them with such a flirty. He like gets down real close and he's like, hey, yeah. can I get you guys to put away the beers? It was like very smooth. I mean, yeah. it's the way you'd have to do that. I think if you played an authority figure, they would there'd be more pushback. Well, yeah. we've seen this world. happen before. And yeah. usually the person's but, like, put the beer away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like they'll scream at. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think this is the better approach. It's sure. a way I, better I approach, but it was very smooth, too. It's also for the story because she has to think that they're True. flirting with him. Right. Yeah. So like that. Yes. Also, sorry that I keep interrupting the synopsis. No, 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 I, no. please the, do as the much synopsis as you want. will will is the episode. So, <laughs> okay. so please interrupt at any time. I'm well, not. Gonna, I thought it yeah. was. I realized how much of a loser I am watching this episode because I saw they cut to the two girls like cracking open the beer, mm-hmm. and I I thought to myself, "You're not allowed to drink beer on a beach, like a public beach like that. They should put those away." <laughs> and then that's when. <laughs> 
you know, that becomes the plot point. But like, I was just like, why was my knee jerk reaction to seeing someone drinking <laughs> beer on the beach? Like, I got to turn them in. <laughs> Arik, you're a lifeguard, man. Yeah, and I guess. <laughs> and honestly, for how much this show is about like people on the beach and beach lifestyle, Baywatch is almost exclusively the fun police in this show. Mm -hmm. Anytime anyone's doing anything, if they're in the water doing something, if they're playing on the beach, they're doing anything, they're going to get in trouble for some reason. There's some code that they're violating. You're you're on a vehicle in the water and you're just a little like 20 yards too close to the shore. Get off of that. Yeah. They scream and scream and scream. So maybe you guys know this because since doing the show so long, do you know, like, what is the do lifeguards operate as beach cops? Or do they just like jump in the water when I think they operate like any other person that is given a little bit of authority in that area, whereas (laughs) there's a set of rules that they're allowed to tell people, yeah, you can't drink on the beach or like because that would create a safety issue and anything that's in their purview. However, in this episode, they mostly just stick to lifeguarding stuff. In other episodes, they literally are acting like police officers and that they do not They don't do, of course, but yeah. But I think oh, I think also, they would. I think telling somebody to put like, away the beer, I think beer, so. Yeah, because then if a drunk person goes in the water, then you know, right. then there's a liability. There's also uh, sorry to go backwards, but I just remembered there was something I thought during the scene. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go back a couple scenes. Sure. Oh, yeah. When uh uh, it were revealed that it's a dream. The, the yeah. it's when they're yeah. on the beach and he's telling her, "Oh, I had this dream." Right. And I remember thinking, you can just tell from like the birds and the sky and the rocks that this that is cold. a very cold yeah. beach. Oh yeah. And like, this was filmed in the winter or yeah. something. I think and they mostly they're in, did like bathing suit and bikinis. And they're I just know. so cold. It was easier to clear the <laughs> yeah. beach for shooting. Yeah. So they would shoot in like January and February. Yeah. Mm. And, freezing, uh, yeah. freezing. But even like other scenes, like the, the first scene with Carrie and Moss on the beach, like, all those extras are there, but it looks like a hot day at the beach. Yeah. Even if it isn't like the sun's out. True. You know? If they need um, a lot of people on the beach, they'll shoot it when the beach would be crowded. But mm-hmm. if they need it to be a not very crowded beach, because that happens a lot too, it's like there, there's a lot of times when people are just like have the beach to themselves, which never happens in Los Angeles. Right. They got to do the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so then someone starts drowning and uh, two people, I guess, start drowning. And yeah. Mitch and a couple of other random lifeguards we've never seen before run in. Right. And we, we don't know why they're drowning, right? No. Did they explain that? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> uh, oh, but, but he did put the flag up, so it must have been Oh, I guess it's, it's a rip thing, yeah. The rip. Yeah. Um, and because even after that, he tells Gwen, like, hey, they weren't smart like you. They didn't ask me about the flag. True. And so basically they, they get the two guys out of there, including this moment where Mitch stands up carrying the guy. Out <laughs> yeah. The very heroically, very heroically. But okay. So I don't know if you noticed this, but the, the, the woman lifeguard in the pair that's extra, she has the most like, like distraught and pained look on her face throughout the entire rescue. Really? Like the other one has a very <laughs> determined face, which is kind yeah. of what you would, but hers looks like terrified. <laughs> and that's funny. I, I wonder she why. She sneaks a line in. She like after Mitch dumps the guy on the beach, she comes and she's like, "You gotta breathe. You gotta get that water out of your system." And I wonder if they are like, "Damn it! Now we gotta yeah, get, yeah. Now we gotta get right. those lines in quickly." Six hundred dollars. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> How you do I it? I thought it was interesting that he was bringing in a dude mm-hmm. and he was holding him kind of in a way. I feel like the '90s wouldn't have 
done as traditionally because yeah you know he's supposed to have the woman in his arms because he's this big totally. macho man and then i was trying to think if that was for the sake of the story because if if he it, was he, carrying the woman, woman would be jealous of when would be yeah. jealous yes. yeah it, right. instead of being in awe she would have been jealous yes um and and that it would have been a hat on a hat process. because we needed gwen to be jealous of the other two women and yeah. then yeah because i think that is what kicks that is what triggers maddie to want to kill mitch i by is, the way i yeah. yeah i totally thought she was going to kill both of those women uh I, but i mean the movie the, yeah. the story moved in other places so i was I forgot about it but when they first appeared i'm like oh she's going to kill these two. no it's weird she's <laughs> she's not mad at, she's not mad no, at those women yeah. she's mad at mitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which you know what fair uh so yeah so then uh gwen gives mitch his glasses she says it's the most impressive thing that she's ever seen. And then she's like, if you, had, if you hadn't been there, she'd be dead. And he says, she? And she says, I mean he. I mean them. Which I don't, she yeah, imagined it was her, I guess. I think so. It's something like that. It's not explicitly no, no, it's, clear, right? Or what do you think it is? What? No, it's, it's revealed at the end. In her mind, it was her sister. Oh, I see. Yes, okay. Because at, at the end, it's revealed that, right, that she that it, she but, so has she's, trauma due to her, her not being right. able to save her sister. That she so she used to be she used place, to be blonde basically. and drowned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when she sees him save somebody, her default is to think back on how she couldn't save her sister. So when she says her, she's yeah. referring to her sister. Right. Okay. That wow. makes sense. Wow. Wow. Yeah. These guys did a great job on this script. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she says, "My sister and I are traveling cross country in the trailer." And he says, oh, that must be tight quarters. And she said, my sister and I are very close. And then the bikini girls <laughs> come up and are just like all over Mitch. The point, it looks like like a wishbone, like they're going to tear him in half. Because yeah, <laughs> like, they're, they're like, each pulling on him on either side. They're like, yeah, come out with us. Come, come, drink, come. Yeah. yeah, come get a drink with us. And then uh, Gwen goes like. Yeah, she like, <laughs> like moans and then yeah. runs away. And runs away. <laughs> in her defense, that's what I did in college. When yeah, <laughs> I saw I saw my crush talk to a, another guy. I would just yeah. run amazing, away. Amazing, in my reaction. socks and shoes on the beach. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we cut to the next scene. Enter Maddie, and she's wearing uh, this hot pink uh, bathing suit and a sarong. And Mitch notices her watching the sunset. And she says, oh, can I go swimming? He said, nope, we're closing up. He says, the Santa Anas are bringing up a big swell. I wonder if this was the other day. We had some Santa It could have been, yeah, we did oh. just recently. Uh, she says, what do you recommend? And he says, well, what do you like to do? She says, I like to meet new people. And this is Maddie Brown, quote unquote, Gwen's <laughs> sister. And he's like, oh, I would have met her earlier today. She says, it would have been fun if Gwen wasn't such a drag. Then she wants Mitch to come to the trailer. And... He says no a few times, but eventually gives in. They're going to cook for him tomorrow night. It is funny, I must say, though, like, put yourself in Mitch's shoes. If someone's just like, hey, come to my trailer for dinner, wouldn't you be like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's I, not like well, the best invitation. It's not the best invitation, but it. But they were, she was supposed to be like a seductress. No, 100%. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm just like, it is funny when you really think about the location that she's like, why yes. wouldn't you, you'd be like, uh, can we just go get dinner somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, totally. Do I have not to go? the trailer. Wait, I have like a full on house. Yeah, let's go. I got a fireplace. <laughs> let's go there. Well, I thought uh, it was yeah. interesting. That RV sucks they, too. It does. <laughs> right, what are you going to say? They have the like, uh, 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 they build up 
you know, Hasselhoff as being this very charismatic man mm-hmm. and he's like the sex appeal man of the show. But I I noticed that like throughout at least this episode, his sex appeal is in this weird, like not really knowing what's going on way that reminded me of like Adam West in the, in the original <laughs> Batman series where like, he's clearly like being invited to hang out with a beautiful woman, but he's not really reacting like he knows that. Well, he, and, so, so I will say, yeah, that Mitch one, he has a son. So mm-hmm. he's very particular about the women that he, that he enters into. I think they also want to always portray him as being a very, very good upstanding mm-hmm. guy. Oh, yeah. And he is constantly being propositioned by women in episodes. <laughs> right. And this is kind of his standard reaction. So, right. But his yeah. going into the RV, like that whole scene plus, which we'll get to plus like his interactions with both versions of yeah. Carrie Ann Moss, it feels like that they're, he performs as if this is a coworker. Yes. And, and I think that's, I think that's kind of silly and fun. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's very chaste. Yeah. And I also think like there was like another episode that I can think of was when that woman kept insisting that he eat her like chili. Um, the older woman in the boat. And she's like, <laughs> that, well, I, make- think that, I think that's the former wife of the sea captain we meet in this episode. That she's must very be. Much like, she was very she was, similar. Yeah, she was very, very similar. Uh, but yeah similar moment yeah you're totally right like he he doesn't but there are women where he's like oh my god like i'm falling in love with her yeah but the interesting thing is the fact that he even allows either of these two very odd women because no matter what like neither of them seems like like grounded (laughs) well yeah yeah i i feel like this is my guess can't say for sure that the writers were maybe like considering the subject matter and what she's dealing with. They were like, we can't be having these scenes where he's just like making oh, out. I mean, if, that, you he, know, you know if I mean, if he has sex, <laughs> right, exactly. Cause he, there, he does in other episodes, believe it or not, but yeah, I know what you mean in this one, but if yeah. they're trying to sell the idea that this is a fake out on him, right? Like right. they're the, like, he's not supposed to know the twist, nor are we until about the midpoint. Yeah. Right? I think it would have worked if, if they didn't, that, if they didn't give her a sympathetic backstory towards the end. Sure. Like, but if, if they're the, doing that, you would think the main point would be to have him really fall for it. Like, and he they, never seems like he true. thinks that this is not weird. Like he knows from the outset, something's off here. And I think almost for the story, I almost would have preferred it if he didn't necessarily realize that. No, yeah. totally. And I think we Agreed. probably could have gotten that, but unfortunately we needed the shark thing. So yeah. That's, <laughs> I, yeah. All that time that could have been spent it finding out more about just this. Just been an A story. Went to the sharks. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause totally. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's like he, he is uncomfortable with the whole thing. However, it takes him forever to realize that, this is the same person. He's, he's a little late, I would say. He's very late to, to realize <laughs> it's the same person. Um, so, okay. So uh, then a Summer approaches Matt and she says that uh, she's going to go diving in a shark tank or he's going to go diving in a shark cave. And- I, I laughed hard at this because she goes, as CJ told me that yeah. you're going to die. Like if your significant other was like, just went into a shark cage without telling you, you wouldn't you be like, uh, that's good. What? I, I guess shark cage is not as deadly as you might think, but to me, it's like, it's such a like big thing to like, not tell your spouse, but then yeah. like to go tell other people, everyone else basically. Yeah. Totally. A hell of a thought process to go from yeah. 
I'm scared of sharks. Right. I have, or not even I'm scared of sharks. I'm having dreams about sharks. You know what I'm going to do? Like, it's, it's to me, it's it. such a wild A to C. That, totally. Yeah. <laughs> would you guys uh, go into a shark cage? I, I would yeah. maybe do it. I, yeah. No, you wouldn't do it? Yeah. Get out of here. Why would I do that? I'll go in a shark cage. Why not? <laughs> Fascinated by sharks. But if I, I, yeah, if I'm going to be safe. Yeah. Well, why? Like, not why not. See it up close. Why? You see it up close. And specifically, great whites. Technically, I'd rather no, have glass. I'd rather I, be in an atmosphere. No, I'm gonna pet them. I, I think Arik, but it's specifically for shark cages. It's usually great whites, which you can't see in an aquarium. And I think that would be kind of interesting to see. Uh, kind yeah. of scary too, though, right? If you, you know? don't have the if you don't have the motivation to look at it, though, if you if like if you don't care about seeing a great white up close, there's no yeah. other reason. True, I agree. Well, yeah, if you don't care, then that's a moot point. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't, if you just literally don't want to, we're. I think we're asking whether whether or not safety is a factor. I think that's hypothetical. Yes, it's hypothetical. Yeah, but his hypothetical wasn't. Assuming you really want to see a great white shark, (laughs) would you want to go into? I think that was implied, though. No. <laughs> it's not just do you want to? Because yeah, I, I can see that. I can see. No, I have no interest in that. <laughs> but yes, I guess assuming you you wanted to, would you have any concerns about safety? I mean, I would, and I would do it if I was getting something out of it beyond just seeing a dangerous thing up close. Right, like if you were part of a documentary or something like that. I was getting or- paid. Pay, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I'd pay to do it. I mean, they're. I think overall they're very safe. But I do remember when I was a kid, there was like some special something like you know, like ABC News and someone in there, and then the the door like opened, and there was like an issue. <laughs> the person was fine ultimately, but it was terrifying. Wow. I mean, even yeah. in his dream, it was safe. Like he never got in trouble. It was the this is true. Yeah. 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 Spoiler alert: This is a dream. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So <laughs> basically, she's like, "I want to go with you," and he's like, "Okay, fuck it, let's go." <laughs> and then we get the entrance of our boat captain. Yeah, Marty, who <laughs> is Marty. Ch- chumming the water, just barely. She, he's got yeah. a few pieces of meat. He got. And like, she's like, "Do you have to do that?" And he's like, "Hey, that you wanted to see a shark." <laughs> with a giant Don't smile jump. on his face yeah. and it. matt yeah. says let's get on with this he says you're the boss and then <laughs> by the way salutes- this yeah i gotta point out this is when i first noticed um something that, that i appreciate about this episode as well whoever did the subtitles and here they put serious violin music and now this is like a running theme i don't know did you have the subtitles on eric no i usually don't do that you don't, i yeah charlie you probably did though yeah, or no? I did, yeah. Yeah, whoever did it this time, they had some fun with the music descriptions. I might just drop them in here and there. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then uh, Matt salutes Summer, slowly sinks under in the cage. Shark swims by. But then the shark bites the line on the cage, and the cage starts drip- drifting. And Summer reaches in for it, and just like, just the least graceful... <laughs> Just like yeah. tumble into the water. <laughs> By the way, what was the idea? Was that that the captain was holding just a rope and that's how the cage stays up or something? Or no, is it's, it like it's it, attached to the boat. It is tethered and in it just an snapped. Untied okay, I, I guess I kind of missed that. But okay. when she was reaching in to grab it, like she was barely reaching. Barely. Yeah. She but, was like moving. But like also the way, the like boat. you would want to like lay down to kind of like anchor yourself. But instead she squatted with both <laughs> feet parallel to each other, which you know is bad. And <laughs> uh, then she just like, like tips forward. Like when little kids learn how to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, she's just a fabrication. So technically, his his subconscious does not think very highly of her. Yeah, what this makes it seem. And when once she's in the water, the the feeble boat captain does nothing. He just is like ah, and then 
Yeah, we have Matt screaming though. I like yeah. that the underwater shot. Well, that is screaming. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Oh, I wrote that down. Like the idea that you would take out your mm -hmm. oxygen tank thing just to, to yell scream. underwater. Yeah. Which you can barely do anyway. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. very funny to me. I think you. Yeah. I think that in a way was like if this was real, he was trying to communicate to her. I do care that this is happening. I see. And it would have been harder to communicate that mm. with the thing in his mouth. So he had to take it out to performatively be like, I'm screaming, I'm screaming, Summer, <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, I do care about sharks. And uh, I was a little annoyed because at first they're showing a great white moving in, but then they would like switch to a clip of a sand tiger shark. And I was like, it's not the same shark. It's it not me. I, because one is probably B roll and the other one they actually I, exactly. Shot, I think it's one of those things where they're just like, we'll just take whatever footage looks like a shark. That's kind of scary, but it, this stuff matters to me. Like yeah. if if, uh, if you had like apes, you wouldn't just like switch from a gorilla shot to an orangutan and just pretend like that's the same thing. True, true. So. Gotta give him props though. You know, shooting around and in water is tough, and they're doing it every true. episode. So this is true. Yeah, sometimes a shortcut needs to be taken. Also, yeah, this is 94, so even less so back then would they have, like, good shark footage necessarily at their disposal. Yeah, right. So, yeah, and I get Burrow it. hadn't gotten all that great footage yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Summer goes down, and we are like, oh, is Summer dead? Of course not. Uh, Matt, man, we cut to the, we just cut to commercial, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. Come it's back, an act break. Yeah, it's an act break. And then when and we then, come back, Matt's, Matt's there, and Summer's fine. But, yeah. but he's on the beach in a way after that act break that makes it seem like she died, she died because yes. he's like looking I out longingly so. like it was like a funeral. I read it as, right. wait, did they just, did she actually die? And then she walks up. They, they have killed a character off, they have killed a off character screen that, from a shark. But I, yeah. But thankfully this was not one of those times. Someone's I mean, I kind of, I kind of well, liked okay. it. <laughs> okay. Charlie, this is a main character. I know, but no, still. I, uh, it would have been like, wow, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it would have been kind of funny, I guess. Uh, by the way, this is here we had somber wind, woodwind music. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Summer comes up and uh, it turns out it was another nightmare. And he says, <laughs> actually, this time the shark got you. And then I thought for the beginning parts of this episode, I was like, man, Summer's being really understanding. It seems like their relationship is in a good place. Aha! The return <laughs> of Summer thinking everything's wrong with their relationship, yeah. which is in every episode. Yeah. And she says, the nightmare is not about sharks, it's about us. You feel trapped. Being My with favorite me line is what's, in the episode Yeah, being with me up. is what is frightening oh. you. Is it the which line that you feel trapped cage? No, my favorite one? line in the episode is look at the symbolism. It's obvious. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's either either the, the writer wanted mm -hmm. to take a little shortcut. I don't need I don't want to explain why it's symbolism. Let me just have a character say it's symbolism. Yeah. Or two, the writer was really full of themselves and was like, I love the symbolism I just created. I got to make sure the audience knows how good this is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it it's lost on me because I don't quite get how it how it symbolizes being trapped in the relationship. Uh, Charlie, the sharks are yeah. the relationship. Yeah. It's symbolism. Do not. Sharks I can guess... only move forward, right? Is that the whole <laughs> old oh, yeah, yeah. tale that like you have to keep moving? You have to keep moving. To keep breathing. So, so he's scared of a thing that has to keep moving and doesn't like can't moving regress forward. or stay stationary. Oh my Is, god! Doesn't yeah. that probably apply to like a lot of different sea animals? What are you trying to do, Charlie? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to crack this for you. You ask a question, I answer. <laughs> yeah. they I mean, are, you have to be more flexible in a relationship, which cartilage is more flexible than bone, and sharks are made of cartilage. So, Charlie, do you understand the symbolism now? And these characters are both great and white. So oh. <laughs> there you go. 
And they're like, actually, this is a compliment to both of you. <laughs> I also, I really, yeah. I think the, if I was to say the worst part of this episode from any kind of st creative standpoint, in terms of execution, is how this dream sequence, you're going to have a second dream se sequence. The first one felt like a dream sequence. Right. Like I remember thinking during it, oh, this is a dream sequence. But in the second one, it's totally shot real. It totally yeah. shot real, yeah. Which robs the third beat, which we'll get to, of that B story completely of any kind of suspense because you really don't know if it's a dream or not. Yeah. And you, that was such a yeah. weird choice to make. Like if point. you're gonna make it a dream, make it seem like a dream so that and when it you needs to be have obviously it for real. A dream. Sure. We know it, it's for real. It's a it's yeah. a fake out that adds drama in a in a twist to the middle point, but sacrificing the ability for suspense and decline. It honestly would have been really funny if the third one was also a dream. <laughs> And then it just was like, oh, none of the B plot happened. Yeah. <laughs> the big climax yeah. is that he realizes it's... his melatonin is yeah, too high like, of a dose. Oh my yeah. god, these oh. dreams! <laughs> Good executive producer. I would love that. Okay. Uh, so we cut to Gwen and Maddie's trailer, and uh, we got Gwen says she saw him first, but Maddie says she's he's coming here to be with me because I'm glamorous and exciting to be with. <gasps> We reveal Gwen and Maddie are the same yes. person. And it, is this standard doing like, for Baywatch? So uh, the sort of uh, what do you mean? Sorry. Like, are there a lot of episodes that have a twist like this? And if there are, do mm. they usually reveal them at the midpoint? That's a good question. Do you remember, Charlie? They must have had twists before. What, they what generally else they do. They generally do reveal them to the audience before they reveal them to the character. Okay. So it's like so a, I thought that was a weird choice. Yeah, it's like an omniscient narrator thing rather than a rather yeah. than a twist for us. Because um, up to that um, point, nothing in the text makes it 100% clear they're different characters. Like, you know something's off, but yeah. there's no explicit statement or any kind of thing that says these are definitely the same person until that midpoint moment right. where she's right. speaking to That's herself. the moment we reveal, right? Yeah. But I'm, yes. like, surprised because I feel like this is trying to so hard to be, like, a Hitchcockian kind of feel that, like, you think of something like Psycho where there's also like a double identity thing mm -hmm. going on, but that's not revealed to like the last scene or like the second to last scene. Yeah. So it's interesting that they were following this like Hitchcockian path so much, but to reveal it way early. Was I think they would have grounded the characters a little more if they wanted us to suspend the disbelief because it did feel so much like it, it was, I felt it was pretty clear from the moment that we just never saw the two of them on screen together like they did it very cl clum clumsily i guess maybe but i think it's only clumsy because we're watching it as like three people who wouldn't normally watch the show in the 21st century after having watched the golden age of television i'm wondering if we were just like three you know three normal dudes in uh, 94 dudes. yeah if we would have picked up on it as nuance like we might we might have just taken everything at face value I don't know. Is my thought. I don't know. That's possible. Yeah, I will say this though. I, I'm glad they reveal it here because I love this whole scene. Yeah, it might be my favorite moment. This of was the my favorite stuff. scene. Scene in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, they put it in the episode summary. I yeah. so I had kind of, yeah. I was kind of like, it was a little spoiled for me, but uh, yeah. yeah, same here. Also, I had heard of this episode before. I think really? somewhere I had seen this posted as a like, did you know Trinity was in an episode of Baywatch? Oh, fascinating. And played yeah. two like I remember that like years ago. So okay. like it's weird that the 
the episode I watched was an ep- like maybe the only episode of Baywatch I had any previous context for. <laughs> I, wow, I, that's also the way you happened to ask for this one. Then that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, so now we get a master class of uh, Carrie Ann Moss switching between Gwen and Maddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just verbally and physically. Yeah, verbally, just like physically, oh, like amazing. doing the like. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah. like going from sobbing to to mm-hmm. angry to happy to the maniacal. Taunting. Yeah, yeah like, taunting. Um, putting her hair up, taking putting her hair, hair up, down, down disheveled. Glasses on, glasses off. <laughs> yeah, and she's better than she was, I think, even in the Matrix movies. In this Honestly, movie. she's yeah. so I'm, good. She's so yeah. good at this. Yeah. Well, the I Matrix. That, like yeah, one. I think the reason why the Matrix ends up like and Matrix robs a lot of people of their acting talent because everything is so dour all right. the time. So everybody has to talk like this totally, all the time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and then this she wearing sunglasses. Some, yeah, she's yeah. like super animated, and you're like, oh, you're like a delight to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then then I guess she's supposed to be stabbing herself with the perfume bottle, but she's using the non pointy end. Yeah. I mean, so, I get, unless yeah. she just kept hitting and hitting unless and she broke into shards. Herself? Yeah, maybe. Could've made, it could have cut it from shards. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but then I guess she waits until the next day to go and... Because I think it's nighttime. I think so. Yeah. Was it, it was nighttime. Oh, yeah, it was nighttime. And then, yeah. and then it's when daytime Maddie's because there. she's limping. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then Gwen's so she yeah. limping. She has to wait. Yeah, she has to wait. But I guess... But, I'm, but what I'm saying is, like, she shows up being like, hey, I, like hurt myself a little bit do you have anything i could use you would think that that would you would do that on a fresh injury oh it's just saying know. she might do it like again the next morning or she would maybe. have injured herself the next morning maybe she, yeah i see yeah. what you're saying yeah. yeah yeah i mean maybe she reopened the wounds maybe, True. maybe. she did it again pick the scabs maybe. yeah maybe she's not lying maybe she did fall <laughs> yeah, <it's unrelated. laughs> i really did fall. And, uh, it's unrelated to the perfume <laughs> yeah bottle. it's unrelated to the plot she also is very klutzy that's yeah. unrelated but yeah <laughs> Uh, so then she uh, has her put her leg up and then Mitch says he'll fix it up in a jiffy and she's looking at him longingly and he says Maddie invited me to dinner and she says oh yeah Maddie won't be there she says we already cooked dinner <laughs> like what which is very funny you know, it's not fresh Ugh, dinner okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she says she better go and get everything ready he says all I gotta do is change and shower I, and then, it is funny I do like Hasselhoff like he Mitchell looks like disappointed that Maddie won't be there. Yeah. Cause it is obvious. It's like he probably, if he was pursuing one of them for a romantic relationship, it would, Maddie would probably be yeah. most likely be the one he chooses. And it's so. not just because of, of the, you know, the difference in their looks, quote unquote, but yeah, it's, it's like literally person, because, because Gwen acts like a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the, Gwen is also Maddie's the more, more sympathetic of the two. She's the, the more sympathetic of it. because of the one, the reason that she's, she's in a more vulnerable position. Yeah. Um, however, all of her mannerisms are like, mm. <laughs> yeah, please. Well, she's, st- her growth has literally been, been stunted. stunted. We yeah. don't know oh. that yet. <laughs> Not yet, but it all makes sense in hindsight. At the time, it sense, it I'm sense saying, based on the information that they had right now, Mitch is more likely to pursue a relationship with, with Matt. With Matt, or yeah. Not even a relationship, but a, a tryst. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. A Trinity Trist. A Trinity Trist. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah, so once we reveal it later, I mean, he's still not going to date her. I also like at the end when he, she's like, can I come back and see you? And he's like, you I was better. Like, I'd be I like, don't never that's a good idea. come back, please. I was like, you guys not got to not hang out with each yeah, other you again. Figure, you figure out whatever's going on with Best you. I feel bad. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So then yeah. Uh, a beautiful, bright, sunny day turns yeah, this to is wild. lightning oh. and thunder. 
A huge storm. <laughs> huge huge storm. storm. I guess Santa Ana winds could be, I don't know, just moved in. We had a storm in LA, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Which is like, are we? Santa Ana's are typically incredibly dry. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but whatever. It's, it's a weird, you know, El Nino. It was right? El Nino. Yeah. I guess you can say the, the weather it has split personality. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I guess it wouldn't be. Sorry, this is a good enough time anyway to harp on this. I think, yeah, at the time this episode came out, this would be like split personality disorder. I think right. now it would be what trauma, trauma induced. It, okay. The, it, the acronym I, is DID, D I D, right? Oh, okay, so it's disassociative okay. identity, uh, identity disorder. disorder. I think okay. that's what it would be trauma induced disassociative identity disorder. I think. Yeah. Okay. And it yeah. wouldn't manifest like this. Probably no, not uh, this, this Yeah, this is a very generally a person. Generally, uh, yeah. a person with dissociative identity disorder does not switch back and forth between their two identities. They create a new identity that they then like settle into. Um, and I don't think you would have like, like an a argument really, like this. Yeah, there's like a constant. really famous story of someone who survived uh, 9/11, and then uh, like his family went to see him in a. He was someone who had been unhoused for a long time and uh would kind of beg around that area ended up somewhere his family went to visit him and he was like uh, i don't know who you're talking about i'm not that person and uh it was like i've never been to the twin towers da, 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 and then was like that for the rest of his life i see yeah because i think switching yeah the idea the idea of like switching back and forth feels very much like one of them like the maddie personality is kind of in control mm -hmm. oh it definitely feels like yeah, it, yeah it seems like that's the one that's able to like flip the switch yeah well i think all right and and again i think we're i don't think any of us has psych degrees we're just guessing here but if i remember correctly there is a version of dissociative identity disorder where there are multiple kind of personalities at play you don't switch between them this directly this much on a dime with mm -hmm. a whole new hairstyle to go along with it <laughs> yeah but there there is a thing where you kind of you have like another voice in your head that you are in control of but don't realize it and there's memory loss involved there, i'm sure there's different versions right but there's you know yeah. i believe there is a version that could have a much more grounded version of this happen right? yeah no I, there, and there i listened to a, a podcast actually last week about this it was uh mm. this really great podcast called you're wrong about did an episode about uh a split personality multiple personality oh, disorder okay. and how it became like a very very big thing uh especially around this time in the 80s yeah. and into the early 90s and it actually ended up getting also um kind of wrapped up with the idea of um repressed memory yes and, i was gonna bring that up yeah the repressed yeah, yeah. memory was a big part of it but what ended yeah. up happening was a lot of times the repressed memories that were coming up for some people ended up being almost implanted by uh, yeah. their psycho mm. they say their psychologists right. because there's tons be of like, lawsuits yes there was a right. ton of lawsuits after that because there were people who were convicted of crimes and there were people wow, who yeah. were you know like who that who they never did yeah that they never did but also people who absolutely believed that certain things had happened to them that turns out that like empirically there's no way they could have happened right. so um yeah but it was like the it was such a hot button thing yeah at this time um so that it could be like a like a this guy kind of thing or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have a Jekyll and Hyde type. Uh, yes. Thing. Yeah. 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 Um, it's yeah. It's never this clear. Cut. It, yeah. Yeah. Is the, what is is there? I'm assuming there's a movie that's similar to what this storyline is, right? Do you guys know? I don't know. I mean, I mean, Jekyll Psycho and Hyde is similar. Psycho is similar to yeah. Because he um, he has yeah. he thinks he's also his mother. Um, yeah. 
it's just another fan. It's a different, it's different. But what about what? the movie Identity? I never saw it, but I do know the twist. Me neither, yeah. Oh, I, I will say um, it's not a split personality thing. It's actually sisters, but whatever happened to baby Jane is kind of similar mm. the way they, they argue with each other and hate each other and this, the disdain, you know, kind of thing. Oh, and Split. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that James McAvoy. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, uh, this is just the last thing I'll say is that I was, I was reading something because I've never read the original book, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> I thought you were going to um, say Baywatch. No, I've never read the <laughs> yep, original book. based on book. a novel. It was it uh, Thunder at Glacier Bay or something? Whatever oh, yeah, that's the, the TV movie. I think, the pilot, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that in the book, apparently, like, like the the main twist of the like the whole the the like last couple yeah. of pages reveal that they're the same person it's mm. not that like our common understanding oh, of dr yeah. jekyll and mr hyde we is all know that the this person switches yes but it's the, right. the idea is that there are these crimes being investigated and then at the end they reveal that like dr jekyll is mr hyde i, uh, I mean that's right. a good twist yeah. to that story yeah. but, I mean, but we all know it by now so but it's so interesting because because we think of that as being what the story is is that he yeah. like it's like a werewolf type situation yes when the full yeah, yeah. Moon comes out he changes but no that's the whole twist so anyway well oh yeah, yeah. where were we <laughs> Hey, watch. Um, yeah and that is to say that neither none of us have psych degrees no yeah, yeah 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 so I'm I have sure as far from a psych degree as you could possibly have. Me too. <laughs> um, so, okay. So then uh, Mitch uh, is, uh, Maddie's getting the drinks ready and she puts a lot of drugs in Mitch's yeah. drinks. She yeah. opens up three pills. Yeah, it's a lot of drugs. Yeah. We don't know what this drug is, but we that's don't know. a lot. And it looks it like is. a prescription pill. So sleeping pills, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No yeah. wonder it kicks in like within seconds. Within I seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's like about 10 <laughs> seconds. Um. And Mitch enters, and then Maddie's like, "Gwen couldn't make it tonight." Mitch is like, well, "That's weird." She said, "You couldn't make it tonight." Yeah, this is the this is the point uh, where Mitch really should be like, "I would just what be the like, fuck I'm is going, going on here." <laughs> yeah, this is, it's, uh, yeah. mm, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Because like, okay. like, why would I even want to have dinner with, like with these two sisters, like who like both are like all so odd and clearly seem to hate each other? Yeah. yeah. Like as soon and as she started exactly talking like- shit about her sister and being like. Hey, she sucks. She's a real drag. I hate being on this vacation with her. You should come over <laughs> for true. dinner tomorrow night. I'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you guys are gonna fight. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so then uh, she says, when it comes to entertaining men, Gwen is a basket case. <laughs> she asks if Mitch likes lamb chops, and he says he doesn't eat much red meat, <laughs> but he loves <laughs> lamb chops. <laughs> I love little details like that. Yeah. that don't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why okay. could like whenever someone invites me over or something like that, I like unless it's like something that I hard don't eat. Yeah. Like, you know, if it was like if I was a vegetarian or something, then I would clearly be like, I don't eat meat. But if I'm like if I do like lamb chops, I would take out the qualifier. Well, I don't normally eat this shit, yeah. but I will today. <laughs> I, I wonder if he was hoping that maybe by being slightly rude, they'd kick him out and he wouldn't have to go through with that. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't normally eat lamb chops, but I hope yours tastes good. Um, so, yeah. So then uh, she gives Mitch the drugged wine and she says to dreams coming true. Even that, that toast. I'd that be, right like, there, I'd be like, we just met. What? Something weird's going Something's on. Something's weird there. about this. Yeah. yeah. And what are those dreams? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Shark dreams. Yeah. They yeah. do come true later. <laughs> Also, one of them is sitting and one of them is standing, which is also a little weird. Like, I feel yeah. like yeah. you're toasting wine 
Or if you're just like having hors d'oeuvres with somebody, like usually you're either all sitting down or both standing or, up, yeah, or both standing yeah. up. It's it would be weird to have like one person standing on the couch, sitting on the couch, and one person just standing True. over them saying, "Hey, welcome." <laughs> also, don't even know how long those rolls have been out on the table. <laughs> made them earlier <laughs> like, in the day. Like mm-hmm. Two two rolls just sitting on the table, like as she's getting things ready. Yeah. Um... And- Oh, she says that line right here. That I, oh, yeah. After the, dinner, I was thinking we should turn on some music and dance. Which is, is also a weird thing yeah, to say to someone. Like, weird to say. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, it is. She's like, I love to dance. She's like, do you like to dance? And he's like, and then he says, are you sure Gwen isn't going to be upset about this? <laughs> and she's, uh, Here we get sensual saxophone. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> she says, Gwen doesn't know how to have a good time. She says, tonight is about us. To new friends. And then Mitch is started to, starting to feel it. And then he mm-hmm. passes out. And she touches his lips. And then we hear, Shh, don't do it, Maddie. Don't take him there. Shut up. You never know what to do. And Maddie gets in the car and Gwen says, it's condemned, Maddie. This place is dangerous. You're this weak, place, Maddie. We, yeah. We don't know what this place is. We don't we know what it is. We really yeah. fully found out. I think it's a basement on the beach, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the tide. So it has to be yeah, on on the, the beach. beach but it's clear it seems like a basement it does seem like a basement yeah. yes so, but it is I don't know. but it is one in which the, whenever the tide comes in it, yeah, it fills up right what kind of basement it, is that i don't know <laughs> this, like no one would have this that would that would already be destroyed yeah like it would have just fallen apart already it got it got condemned like six hours after they built it they're like oh the tide comes in <laughs> yeah. it's condemned oh <laughs> this we built good. this all wrong i'm uh. sorry <laughs> uh so then uh, torrential waves are uh, crashing against rocks as she drags Mitch down the stairs and she handcuffs him to a pipe and then she lays next to him and strokes his face. Here we get this seductive saxophone nice. uh, music. So this is different from sensual. She says, don't worry, Mitch. I'm going to take such good care of you and kisses his face. We're together now and no one is going to bother us. Then she cuddles up next to him on the grossest mattress I've ever seen. <laughs> And uh, so wait a minute. Okay. Also, yeah, what's up? so this they're, on, are, they're on a cross country road trip. So how do they know about this place? I don't know. It, that could so, be a lie. It could be a lie. Are we supposed to believe that she's done this to a guy before? I think, well, no, I think when we, he's like, oh, somebody died. Turns out that was, that was Maddie. Okay. Yeah. What? Cause there was like a line of dialogue though, where it sounded like, it's condemned we can't uh this was dangerous we did this before or something like that huh i don't know oh, you think they exactly. they've killed someone else i don't, I don't know if it is it just seemed like because so, they that, just though, like but... let her go to the sanitarium yeah true true <laughs> something i didn't understand about this sequence was that i understand why maddie is the antagonist to gwen like mm-hmm. gwen had this traumatic situation where she failed to rescue maddie maddie dies so now maddie is like haunting her and keeping her stunting her growth but why mitch but why yeah why is maddie a villain to mitch like why like i almost feel like this same scene could have played out where mitch was in trouble from some other reason and gwen's the only one that could save him but she can't because maddie keeps getting in her way my hypothesis is is that Maddie wants to take everything that Gwen likes. And so Gwen mm. developed a, she likes Gwen Mitch. was the first to see Mitch. Gwen was the first to yeah. see him. Maddie's like, I'm going to take him. And then you now like, he's like, oh, I want to, I'm going to come over because Gwen invited me or whatever. And then she's like, if she 
wants him, nobody's gonna have him. So it's a solid. That's a solid read. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, like um, it. yeah. So then, uh, uh, we wake up and uh, Mitch is floating on the surface. Yeah, he was knocked water. out for a long time. Yeah, I think, probably knocked like out for the long ten hours time. or something, and yeah. somehow didn't roll over and drown. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but but you know, lucky guy. And he's like, "Where the hell am I?" And then he says, he calls for help. And Maddie comes down and breaks this breakfast. Outfit. Yeah, and breakfast in this outfit. I don't know. Breakfast in this outfit. She says, I she's, hope you slept well. Uh, she's wearing like, a, I guess, a tank top or something. And then like short shorts, but then high heels. I was, high I was heels, like, that's a yeah. weird combo. And she says she made him such a wonderful breakfast and puts it on the stairs. And then the water just immediately ruins it. <laughs> no, <laughs> breakfast doesn't like, look good. Whenever you're ready to eat, you go ahead. All right. And uh, then we got uh, Greg. Uh, I guess this is the resolution of the shark scene, uh, which is Greg says to set one buoy. Oh, Jim Barnett. What? Jim Barnett, right? Is Sorry, it was name? Jim, not Greg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Barnett says to set one buoy here and the other 20 yards apart. And uh, I have a quick question, which I maybe probably none of us know the answer, but like what exactly are they doing and why would you need to get in the water to do it? Like, okay, they're going to set buoys, <laughs> right? But why not just drop it from the boat? I don't understand. Right. Why they would even know. Need to get in the water? Yeah, the plot needed to happen. Uh, yes, but I was like, this is pretty sloppy right here. I'm like, I don't get it. Plus, they're like, he's like, at one point, he's like, move to the left a little bit. It's like, yeah. well, it's already anchored down. How are you going to like move it that easily? Yeah, I don't know I mean, exactly I don't what think they were gonna, doing. Yeah, I was, I, I honestly it's thought because because we weren't so late in the episode yet that I thought this might be a third dream sequence. Yeah, um, which you absolutely said, but then you know, after a while, you realize. So you're like, oh yeah, the the scenario is irrelevant but yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah uh he jumps in and then summer drops hers and she tells barnett you don't have to wait we'll swim in <laughs> that, that bar's but weird yeah. to me. I'm like what but luckily he leaves very slowly he does yeah <laughs> and uh, matt tells summer to move to the left and a real shark comes and it's heading to summer summer sees the fin and matt calls for barnett and the shark is circling Summer. So then Matt swims, I guess, and tries to get the shark to chase him away. I guess from that's the boat. what it is. I guess yeah, that's what it is because yeah. he goes uh, yeah. the other way. Yeah. And then Summer gets picked up by the boat, and then Matt has to turn around and swim back to the boat as fast as possible. And he makes it right as the shark lunges. Whew. I thought he might get bit because they show the shark doing the. Ah, yeah, they show a great white like breaching. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It wouldn't make sense why it would be doing that if there's not like a sea lion or something underneath. Yeah. I mean, above it for it to. Blah. And Some then they have that line something. where he says, like, I don't know whether this is a dream or whatever. And then he's like, she pinches him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I guess it's real or whatever. Yeah. And like for this scene to carry any kind of dramatic weight, that would have had, or that or something like it would have had to happen at the start of it. Because other up until that point, I was like, this could be a dream or real. So I don't care. But if there was something like oh, that, she to was make like, it clear, pinch me. And then he she pinches him and he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> but like if at the beginning of this scene, like something is revealed that makes it clear this is not a dream. Yeah. Then I might have been like, oh, no, a shark attack. And this one's real. We've gotten verification. Mm -hmm. Right. But without that verification, it just becomes like, well, this could just be a dream or. Yeah. The real way to solve it is that that second dream sequence should have been clearly a dream sequence from the start where you see like the swirl and the dramatics and the color and whatever 
to denote it so that you know this is real just because it's not filmed in the same way. Well, and it also doesn't solve the inherent problem because just because he didn't let a shark eat her doesn't mean their relationship is okay. No. Like, he I, just yeah, isn't going to let her die. Rocky. But otherwise, like, she's like, you saved me from a shark. I know. We must it's be like, fine. That, does, that doesn't mean it's going <laughs> to yeah, save a relationship. Not at all. So you're right. That's a very low bar for <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, he not letting her die. Yeah. <laughs> By not letting me Ooh. die. You know what they should have done is when he said, uh, pinch me, and then she pinches him, and then he looks up, and it's Marty, that's the uh, the sea captain that is pinching <laughs> him. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah. end of that storyline. <laughs> and then there's a whole, like, six-season arc after this that's him trying to wake up from this dream oh, that he's stuck in. I would oh love God. that. Yeah. I love it. It's like Inception. Yes. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, a, was it Jacob's Ladder? <laughs> um okay so uh mitch is down uh, in his basement and here's gwen and maddie having an argument and remember no it wasn't it was remember what happened last time you try you say you thought you could save someone from drowning yeah okay yeah that makes sense i tried so yeah and then maddie comes down and mitch says get me out of these handcuffs and mitch now realizes they're the same person because he sees the injury on the leg by the way, it is funny. At, this is like right before she comes down, he grabs like a piece of rebar to try to bust open his handcuffs. And I was like, you're just waiting till now to do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then he says, I want to talk to Gwen. Where is she? He says, Gwen can't take care of you. Who couldn't, who couldn't Gwen save, Maddie? Who couldn't Gwen save? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get this flashback. Uh, of yeah. These oh, two. sorry, real quick. Oh, yeah. Right before this, when she first came down, the description of the music was revelatory orchestral music, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I love it. How does how is music how does music sound revelatory? I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. Like, eh, like a, I don't know. Yeah, it's a funny description. <laughs> oh, <Exposition-y Lydia>. trumpet. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. oboe music. So we see two twins who, in no way, grew up to be Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> <laughs> True. And the boat capsizes, and uh, Gwen and Maddie are reaching for each other. And Gwen definitely tries to save her. Much yeah, better than Summer tries. with the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Help me, Gwen. Help <laughs> me. Save me, Gwen. <laughs> Maddie. They just Maddie. say their names back and forth. Back and yeah, forth. Yeah. For so so I clear, did like I the scene. I like yeah. the scene. I like the reveal. I mm-hmm. like this twist. I like the yeah. idea yeah. that, like, I mean, what? What were the parents doing? This is okay. This is my problem <laughs> with the whole thing. I was like, because Mitch even says afterwards, he's like, it's not your phone. I was like, I 100% agree. It's your parents. Why are they leaving these kids in a boat on a lake by themselves? These kids, by the way, I think they're like five or something, right? Yeah. No, they're no. Now, nowhere old, near old enough. They, to be I alone think four. I would say four. Four. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. They, they should not be in a boat by themselves. Yeah. And uh, so then Mitch finally says, Guinevere, my lady, and it works. And she's like, she sees Mitch is trapped. And she asks if Mitch is okay, and he says, I have handcuffs. Uh, you have the keys in your pocket. And she says, I tried to save Maddie. I tried. I tried to save her. Mitch says, you couldn't save her, but you can save me. Mm. And Mitch says, check your pockets. She gives Mitch the keys. He also says, come on, my lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then he You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he pinches his fedora in there and goes, my yeah. lady. <laughs> my lady. <laughs> Uh, so he gets the handcuffs off. Gwen says, I tried to save her. I tried, I tried. And Mitch says, Maddie's dead. It wasn't your fault. You saved me. You saved me. You gotta let Maddie go. 
So then we cut to the police station in an ambulance that says Sealand Sanitarium. Which cracked me up. I'm like, there's a sanitarium for the beach, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And is it like, do we still call them sanitarium? I don't know if they would have at that time. <laughs> maybe, but maybe not. It seems old fashioned. Yeah. 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 Is this yeah. where all of Baywatch's rogues gallery? Yeah, I was just going to say this is Arkham. <laughs> oh my God. If there Sealand was a, Sanitarium. Arik, I love that. I want to see Sealand sa Sanitarium with every villain. She's, yeah, she, she's Baywatch definitely there. in there. Uh, we've got uh, a couple other. We've got the Australian lifeguard yes. who wanted to kill Mitch. Yeah. Uh, we've got the, An the, octopus, the right? bad guy who was the fisherman who did all the fish oh yeah the the oh. hook fish uh, yeah killer. yeah yeah we have the uh the guy the cape fear like episode the guy that yes. was kind of mm. yes oh my god make the video game of this yeah like, oh my god wasn't there in in season one there was the cretin of the shallows the guy who would paint his face <laughs> yeah it looked like insane clown posse <laughs> yeah, makeup insane clown posse he's makeup. in the yeah. sea sanitarium oh my god yeah. sealand sanitarium i love it <laughs> what if baywatch is actually like the grounded reboot of a very outlandish comic book series yeah so, like oh, when yeah is actually like based on this colorfully painted like rogues gallery villain that had some goofy name yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is yeah. their adaptation of that character i love it absolutely oh my god uh and uh, but this is this is this, like joker this, this is the origin this has the jo this has a this has like a joker moment too where you're like okay mm -hmm. well she's finally overcome there, Maddie, maybe not. Oh, um, I guess. But in fairness, I, I, she hasn't wait. gotten there to the place yet. So. Exactly. What, exactly. what other yeah. medium has this type of Two Face? Two Face, yeah. Two Face. What does he's, make the most sense? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, as as Zach was saying, like I, I, she's. I think that was supposed to be a oh snap. Yes, it's not. Yes. But it didn't read but. like that to me because <laughs> she's in the van going to yeah. the place. So like I didn't expect her to be. No, she's not gonna. Was, she's not gonna yeah, like grab the wheel and turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it would think more sense if she's like, "We're letting you go uh, a year later or whatever it is," and then then she yeah. has that moment as she's leaving. Yeah. Right, well, it's right. like okay, so yeah, well, basically. But I, I did appreciate it though. It was they fun. say goodbye. They say goodbye, and yeah. he. Oh yeah, the you. <laughs> Can I you come better see come. You, you better come visit me. And Which was nuts. In, I was like, and, no. And the chair it looks like a desk chair, like a like a computer <laughs> desk chair, uh, that's just sitting in the back. So she doesn't have to be like strapped down or anything. So the idea, yeah. the thing that transports her to Sealand Sanitarium is she's just loose in this car. It's like an RV, <laughs> I guess, almost or something, right? It, it's it an seems like it's like a. It is, but it, you know what I mean. Like the interior seems. Yes, like it's like people are going to hang out at a table. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Who knows where they shot it? Right, exactly. And then it the could guys have been the in, same RV. And the guys in the front, I guess, just drive and just are like, "Well, I guess she's fine back there. Like, yeah, no yeah. seatbelt, no anything." <laughs> True. She did just try to kill someone. Yeah, and she finally says, uh, "Excuse me, gentlemen, would you mind turning on the radio, please?" And they they put on some rock, and then they switch it to smooth jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, she yeah, turns she says, into Maddie again. Dance. I just yeah, love I have to one, dance. I love this. I had one note though. I feel like she should have danced. That's that part should have happened. She didn't yes. dance though, but there yes. should have been a moment where she was dancing. Very Twin Peaks as yeah, like, very Twin Peaks yeah. like <laughs> like Audrey. Yeah, it, it didn't read to me as foreboding though, particularly because the the drivers didn't react. True, Sorry. like they reacted in a like, what is this crazy yeah, woman like, oh, on okay. about? But they didn't react with like. It would if they turned and like, ooh, this woman seducing. They us. seemed kind like, of into it. I thought she no, did rub I, like the I, one I, guy's I, arm. She rubbed the one guy's arm, and he was, he was like, like okay. did. See, I took his face as like, oh, this again. Like it Maybe, must have yeah. just been like, but I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. On a future episode, when you track down the actor that played that driver, 
you you have me on asking questions about this scene. <laughs> what what did you think? Well, was this going was on the this was this you know sixteen by nine remaster. But if we got the four three, we'd get the lower shot where the guy was clearly hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I heard the same things with Seinfeld. The reason yeah. they have the sixteen nine is because they're all hard. They're all they're hard, hard all the time. Like, yeah, it's a different time. Can't just show uh, full boners. Uh, and then we get <laughs> to end the episode. And that was season four, oh, episode so 16, Mirror, Mirror. Now we have some awards that we give out every episode. The first one it. is our Hofsker, which is our best actor of the episode. Everyone gets to nominate someone. Um, I mean, yeah, Ma uh, Maddie Gwen, yeah, yeah. Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Look, might be my favorite individual performance on this show so yeah, far. I think it's really yeah. good. Yeah. And and I was I'm gonna still give my honorable mention <laughs> yes, yeah. to Sea Captain. <laughs> yeah. We all love the Sea Captain too. Yeah, Sea Captain was great. Um, okay. It was just like yeah. he was up against. Uh, he was like a great comedy from the '90s that was yes. in Frasier and had to compete against Frasier. They were given to Frasier. If he, if, he, <laughs> if, if, if Carrie Ann Moss was not in this episode, he would 100 would have yep. won just with that facial gesture. <laughs> but she happened to just come in and and deliver a performance that is like, like. It honestly, like, really changed. It's not that I, like, I've always liked Carrie Ann Moss, but mm -hmm. it really changed the way that I think of Carrie Ann Moss. Or Same. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, what a force. This yeah. is also, so with the captain, this is kind of like when you're playing poker and you, like, you have three of a kind and you lose mm -hmm. to, like, a straight. And you're yeah. like, man, the one oh, time yeah. I have a, it's like he had, like, a really high hand and then someone yes. just happened 100%. to have a better one. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Our Jill Z, which is our worst actor of the episode. Oh. Hmm. Let's see who Let's else see. we got. Got Matt Summer. Um, there's not not a big cast in this one, I guess. It's not a big cast no. in this. Is that one. normal? Do they usually like like Pamela Anderson wasn't in this? Yeah. Mm. So there's there's <laughs> basically what we read is that there was on set conflicts between Summer and so uh, CJ. Nicole Quinn and and uh, Nicole Eggert, Eggert and, uh, and Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. So, so they uh, rarely. They appear very often in episodes together yeah mm, interesting so yeah um but i, I don't know summer <laughs> uh, summer's my Jill's okay yeah. yeah probably summer yeah i wanted to say maybe one of the beer women but they didn't have enough mm. to be bad at yeah um yeah i, I don't almost i might say the guy what was the name Matt. of the guy that summer I, I was thinking maybe yeah Matt he too. might be worse slightly in this episode I I think so too. Maybe it's tough because neither of them were honestly in the episode all that much. Like they yeah. were mostly yeah. in it for dream sequences. Summer and... did have my favorite line though. So oh yeah, what line was that? The symbolism. Uh, the, oh yeah, the, yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah. I give her points for for saying yeah. that. So. I, that's good. I'm, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Matt too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Matt. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Summer. Okay, okay. fair enough. Ununanimous. But... Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all right. I would say. Best montage. No montages this no episode. Montage. Arik, this is a, a rarity. This is the There's first usually... time. We've never had Never none. ever? Okay, yeah. We usually have at least one montage. Yeah, we've never but had zero. Usually two or this more. This is the wow. first episode without a zero, with a zero montage. But it didn't need it. The writing was so it. good on the A plot yeah. that they're like, we don't need a montage. We're fine. There was, a, there was an integrated flashback that could operate a little bit as a montage, but okay. that's not really it, a montage. The montage is, is, a, is a song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. and foot it like they watch <laughs> classic montage like they might string shots together like a montage but 
And they, they there's do. something very All specific right. about a Baywatch montage, and they were here. It's yeah. I'm not a big fan of montages, so maybe the show was scared of me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Well, this one doesn't. So these montages, you'll like them even less because they don't even move the plot forward. Very. I rarely. mean, that's why I usually yeah. don't like montages. I don't think any of them move the plot forward. <laughs> what do you mean? That usually it's how someone gets good at sports. Yeah, but that's not moving the plot forward. That's it just does. Like, it's like you got to show a lot of stuff happening in a very short period of time. These just doesn't even do that. Plot. That to me, that's more like I don't know backstory. It's not plot really. It's like backstory you're seeing in real time. I don't need to see someone practice playing the piano to believe they can one day play the piano. I don't know. Yeah, give well, me exposition where they say I learned, I learned to play the, to piano play the piano recently. And now I'm really good. Yeah, if we just cut to like. One if it year was just later, two weeks later, or whatever, <laughs> and now they're better at playing football. I'd believe it, you know. Yeah, true. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Well, I'm yeah, but it had, before that, you'd have to say, "Well, we better start practicing." I, <laughs> two uh, weeks hmm. later, I think montages are generally kind of cheesy usually when they're used. But yeah. I, I will say, like Rocky Four, um, it, it's a fun montage. The I would training say. montages. The training montages, yes. like it gets you kind of pumped up. Yeah. But we do have to yeah. see how. Rocky, who is like raw, he's like raw brute strength, who's who's beating up, you know, uh, uh, sides of beef. We have to see what happens when Apollo Creed, come, or no, he fights Apollo Creed. The um, first one. But when Dolph uh, Lundgren's character. Um, oh, yeah, that's oh. Rocky four. But I'm saying even in Rocky one, when, oh, Mickey, yeah, yeah. Okay. when Mickey's training him, it's like it's like we have to see how he goes from someone who's like an untechnical fighter to someone who could actually compete in a in a heavyweight title and so mm -hmm. like he has to practice like that and then the fourth one yeah absolutely it's like oh you're going up against like the most dangerous man in the world he yeah, killed, he killed someone Creed. in the ring yeah. yeah i would just much rather see the scenes instead of like a bunch of images under a song i'd rather gonna be too long <laughs> i mean i would all right if a montage I, is two minutes and if you strung a few scenes together where you like see him being kind of not as good at it but there's some conflict within the scene then yeah. maybe another scene then another scene's a little later let's say that takes seven minutes i'd rather the movie be five minutes longer and not have a montage fair enough i would yeah. rather there be six more montages <laughs> <laughs> just condense <Yeah>. everything down. <laughs> um, um but by, yeah. by the way i will point out me and charlie appreciate the montages on baywatch because it usually gives us a break from writing yeah <laughs> i will say this one flew by for me though I will no, yeah say. it was great it was i loved it so much and sometimes yeah. they're a slog to get through but this one it, yeah. i just was like it was okay. also less uh and maybe i assume this is different too and maybe the lack of montage is part of this there was less overt sexualization of things in this Definitely. episode than i was expecting because like even i noted that even carrie ann moss because the maddie character is supposed to be the more sexual one but the way she's presented in that first scene, they could have put her in like a bikini if they right. wanted to. And they, everyone else is in bikinis. And especially if Gwen saw the two girls in bikinis going after Hasselhoff, you'd think that's what Maddie would do. She would yeah. put one on, yeah. But she was never really sexualized until maybe that last scene where she's wearing like the short shorts and the high heels. Yeah. But even that's not that but bad not like, for the show. No, no. So this episode in general did not have much like I think Baywatch has a sexualized. has a weirdly undeserved reputation for sexualizing a lot mm. because watching a lot of the episodes it does we've talked we've commented on this many times it's actually a pretty like 
chaste slash wholesome show a lot of times yeah for the reputation that it has like yes the fact is is that generally majority of the people are in swimsuits most of the time because that is their job and every once in a while there's one in which there's a little bit like more like 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 a pamela anderson montage or something where yes but those are rare like Like, yeah they they don't they're not very common at least not not very common is it like plausible deniability where they want men to watch the show for the babes but they want to make it chaste enough where they can say like, oh, no, it's not that bad. I maybe, would say, I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, I have say? a theory. I think it's okay. extra, extracurricular media is the reason. So a lot of these people, because of the fact that they were mm-hmm. like, they would do calendars, they would do Playboy, they would do stuff like that. Like, and oh, so I see. Yeah. A lot of like sexualization of Baywatch came from outside media rather than because a lot of people. It's weird because the show was immensely popular, but also was a syndicated show. So it was one that just like ran at like random times. Yeah. And and a lot of people, you know, you don't meet many people who have watched a significant amount of Baywatch other than catching a random episode here and there. And I think that's what it is, is that like, you know, this certainly wasn't going to be like a very titillating show for people to watch. However, the reputation that it got was the reason why a lot of parents were like, don't watch Baywatch. (laughs) I think you hit the nail on the head because yeah, when I think back on, you know, I guess I was like nine years old when this episode specifically would have come out. Mm -hmm. So everyone could date me now. Um, (laughs) I think I did do conflate this show with like having the internet for the first time and Mm -hmm spending 20 minutes letting a picture of pamela anderson load <laughs> yeah gotta and, download that uh, uh yeah up and, we'll get and like the playboy magazines me and my friend stole from the back of like a dad's like cabinet in his bedroom mm-hmm. you know and yeah all those like childhood first exposure to to anything considered sexy things like i conflate it with all of that and you're right it's like all those other things are unrelated to the text of the show itself right it's all the other things surrounding the people involved in the show yeah and the show was like you know relentlessly adherent to like standards and practices and things like that and wasn't really pushing the envelope at all as we see like there's almost never any bad language like what the hell yeah. damn it every once in a while but really like other than that you but know that's, get that's all shows at that time like because it wasn't nypd blue was the first Said like show that. to say shit, shit. Yeah. And that was first like one to say shit, but like, but, but like X Files was uh, started in 1993, was actually quite gory. This one, like, almost never has any like true violence, like, like, very rare. Every, almost like once every blue moon, like, someone will die, and it will be because the plot needs it. And it'll, but it's not like a show in which it's like a high octane action show. If anything, it feels very like like an adventure show almost in certain certain ways mm-hmm. like we were comparing it to something else uh recently a, a show of of the time yeah um, um, i think a lot of those syndicated shows can be compared i think yeah yeah your hercules's and xena's your but those did not Star have Trek the reputation that baywatch had where where baywatch was had a reputation of being inappropriate and and that's the that's the weird thing so yes a lot of the shows at the time did not have that in there, but that was actually, but they also didn't have that reputation. Like, it's very right. rare for a show to have your reputation of being controversial. And then when you watch it, you're like, it's like completely uncontroversial, like 99% of the time. But what if, yeah. like, I wonder, again, this goes back to the other thing we were talking about. If we were just three schmoes in 1994, not having seen the rest of what TV ends up being after this, would we, maybe we would have been a little more shocked by it. It's like Metallica, right? Like I remember Hmm. growing up, Metallica was like 
the loudest, most craziest heavy metal that you could think of in the mainstream. And now you listen to Enter Sandman and you're like, this might as well be soft rock. But it's only because I have so much other heavy metal to compare it to that's come mm. out since. But I would so, say like a show like Married with Children had been on since 1989. And true. Married with Children is like, is, is one that's that my like parents were like, hard stop. Yeah, yeah, it's like very raunchy. And so, mm. and, and you know, there were shows on that were, that were doing that, that were, that were pushing the envelope in that sort of way. And it felt like Baywatch is like relentlessly trying not to push the envelope. Like it's strange. It, like it, it does seem like it's trying to be family friendly. In yeah. A way. Yeah. Well, they get to have their cake and eat it too. Then it's actually kind of genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like, I guess the subtext is just that these people are in bathing suits all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that, that in, alone was like, don't watch it. Like nothing's um, gratuitous if mm-hmm. they just happen to be in bathing suits. All yeah. The time. It's their job. Yeah. Uh, okay, and finally, our, our rating for the episode of our we I spoiled my rating six. Same six. <laughs> is it out of six? Yeah, it is out of six. Yeah. Um, I'd give it. I mean, without having seen any of the other episodes, I'd probably give it like a five. I I yeah. would give it a six, but I mean that the mistakes in the B plot were just too egregious for me to be able to give it a perfect Fair six. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, that's not having compared it to the other episodes. Maybe if I'd seen every other episode of the show, I would have given it a six. I, yeah. I don't, I guess my, I think my reason is that I love the A plot so much that I was just like, you know what? It's fine. Whatever the B plot. Yeah. Of sharks, I don't I care. Absolutely. Like, see taking some, but off I get what B-plot. you're saying. Yeah. But I give extra credit to Carrie Ann Moss. See, we do A-plot. do that sometimes. We do in a little the attraction, a little addition. And yeah. the boat captain. I mean, come on. Because the B-plot yeah. does give you the boat captain. So, you know, there's no that's B- true. No yeah. B-plot, no boat captain. All right, 5.5. 5. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> right. Yes. Perfect. But yeah, highly recommend this episode. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, well, yeah, everyone, please check this episode out. Um, well, Arik, thank you so much for being yeah, thank here. Thank you. This was Thanks for having me. This yeah. was fun. And so uh, fun. do you have anything you'd like to plug? uh no not right now actually i guess if you wanted to follow me on twitter instagram arik the cohen um but uh yeah i don't have any projects out at this moment to try to get people to go to cool we'll check out those social medias yes yeah uh and thanks again for being here yeah thank you of course and we'll be such wonderful hosts oh Oh, thank you thank you (laughs) i love that (laughs) and we'll be back guys a six oh Oh, wow our first six is it? Oh, yeah, people I don't think anyone's ever given us a six. I'll five. give you guys a two and a half. <laughs> I'm being generous. Uh, well, no, I we'll love be that. Back Thank you, Rick. Next week with an all new episode of Baywatch Watch. And until then, stay, stay wet. wet. the waves are crashing. Thanks for listening to Baywatch Watch. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. If you're just joining us, please subscribe to Baywatch Watch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us a review on the Apple Music Store. It really helps us out. Thanks, and until next time, stay wet.